here's how Kevin McCarthy reacted last night to the giant win for the bill that he and Joe Biden put together. I could say, I'm going to vote no, because there's something not in the bill. If I took that philosophy, I would never vote yes. I simply read the bills in front of me and decide, is this good for the country? I would say that answer is easily yes. Taxpayers will save an additional $2.1 trillion, and for the first time in more than a decade, Congress will spend less next year than this year. This is fabulous. This is one of the best nights I've ever been here. I thought it would be hard. I thought it would be almost impossible. I'm sorry. I played the wrong clip there. I just want to know why he's talking like this all of a sudden. I like this part. Yeah, play that again. I really like that one. This is fabulous. This is fabulous. Ah. This is one of the best nights I've ever been here. I thought it would be hard. I thought it would be almost impossible. He's very excited. He's very excited with the outcome of that. And so it wasn't even close uh, when it came down to the voting. Um, A majority of Republicans and Democrats voted for it. Twice as many Republicans voted for it as against it. Three times as many Democrats voted for it as against it. It passed whatever it was, 300-some to 100-some. It wasn't even close. I looked over my um, uh, a lot of different people, though. I was wondering. It was... It was an interesting breakdown because, like, Jim Jordan voted for it. That Comer guy who's going after Hunter Biden voted for it. Our friend um, McClintock, McClintock. Mm-hmm. Voted, uh, fiscal, fiscal conservative, voted for it. Marjorie Taylor Greene voted for it. And everyone, and everyone knows it. Knows it. <laughs> I win. <laughs> so, and, and, and it's going to pass overwhelmingly in the Senate also as... The leader of the Republicans, Mitch McConnell, and the leader of the Democrats, Chuck Schumer, are both backing it. So they'll have enough of their own people. So it's not even going to be close. There's, there's going to be no drama on this whatsoever. No, so don't click on the clickbait. Don't watch the stupid talking heads panels or droning on and on about this. Well, NBC it, News last night, they led with, as the nation's economy hangs in the balance, uh, uh, members of both sides, both parties... Rebelling, rebel, yeah, scream their no votes. Yeah, okay. Well, you you either don't understand how to count votes, or you're pretending this is a crisis because it wasn't even close, according so to anybody. So much dishonesty. Saying, yeah, which is even my side is lying to me. The idea that we're going to save two trillion dollars is a joke. It, it it assumes that all the spending caps that they put in this legislation will be observed. They're gentlemen's agreements at best. They suspend sp- spending caps all the time. Or six months later, they say, yeah, not so much anymore. There's no binding force to a lot of these agreements. It's a joke. So one of the no votes, I forget which guy, but uh, one of the Republican no votes said it's just a matter of weeks before we uh, uh, call for um, McCarthy's head. You know, remember, part of the deal of him becoming speaker was they changed the rules to where any one member could call for another vote. And they say they're going to do that. I don't know if they're going to follow through on that or not. You'd have to have somebody to beat him. I mean, who are you going to put up that's going to get the required votes to replace him? Well, yeah, go ahead. Hold your vote. You're going to get like 11 votes to get rid of McCarthy, and then we'll all go on with our lives, Mm. in my opinion. And I don't say that as a giant fan of Kevin's. It's just it's the reality. Somebody's got to do the job. Who are you going to put up that's going to get more votes than him is the question. Uh, Do you uh, the the final uh, conversation on this? Uh, Kevin McCarthy comes out of this more popular or less popular? Oh, among whom? Uh, People in general or Congress? People in general. I would guess somewhat more. I would guess more also. This deal is maker fabulous. crossed the aisle. Right. Got to a deal. Prevented the apocalypse of the economy. 
And as I've heard some posit, it's also good for Joe Biden and you know getting closer to a presidential election. He ran on the whole, I'm going to reach across the aisle, work with the other party guy. Didn't do it at all for his entire uh, first term, but now at the very end he does and can, you know, so claim that again. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's all crap anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's all crap. Even the liberal New York Times points out that the uh, debt limit deal assumes that after budget caps lift in 2026, Congress will increase spending in line with inflation, blah, blah, blah. These future changes, which the White House is calling agreed-upon adjustments, and which many observers have called side deals or even gimmicks, would increase federal spending in unconventional ways and then direct the money into the part of the budget that the current bill cuts the deepest. Wow. So there are built-in workarounds. As I said before, and I don't mean to stamp out uh, any you know, remaining spark of joy or, or optimism in your hearts. I mean, Armstrong what kind of radio show would that be? Getty, stamping just, out that last remaining spark of joy. And everyone knows it. If there's anything that, that gets me up in the morning, that makes me want to do this job, it's helping people understand what's actually happening, as, to, as opposed to the con you're being sold. And there's almost no penalty for spending your kids' and grandkids' money to buy your votes now for politicians. There's no downside for them. So they go through these great elaborate ruses to steal more money for future generations. When the bill comes due, they'll be gone. So they don't care. Unless we punish them for it. But, you know, the great Rush Limbaugh, before he passed, said the the enthusiasm for fiscal uh, conservatism has just kind of withered away. So I'll shut up now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that spark of human joy I extinguished. That was rude of me. I apologize. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.